You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Our world is full of the unexplainable. And if history is an open book, all of these amazing tales are right there on display, just waiting for us to explore. Welcome to the Cabinet of Curiosities. The sea had become as calm as glass, although I like the way the captain of the ship described it better. As level as a parlor carpet, he later wrote, smooth and featureless, and because this was the ocean and not some small lake, terrifying. It had started on August 2nd of 1904, just as the sun was setting. A darkness began to drown out the daylight. A lookout on board the British steamship known as the Mohican spotted a bright light on the horizon, no bigger than a speck. As they watched, though, it grew larger and larger, which is when they realized that it was moving toward them over the surface of the water like a ship. Except, well, when it arrived, it turned out to be a cloud of fog larger than their own vessel. It was unlike any fog they had ever seen, though, because this stuff was glowing. Some of the words they used were metallic and phosphorescent, to the people on board, it seemed as if the entire ship was on fire. But there was more. The steamer stopped moving the moment the fog arrived. Inside, the navigator's compass began to spin wildly, as if it were hooked up to a small motor. On the main deck, sailors ran about trying to figure out why the ship had stopped, and when they checked on the large iron chains of the anchor, they discovered that they were frozen to the ship's metal deck. The sailors were terrified and ran back and forth across the deck to inspect the ship. All they could see, though, was fog. Pale, metallic, glowing fog. Captain Urquhart tried to calm them, but it was all just too much. The hair on the backs of their necks was standing on end, and their bodies felt odd and unsettled. According to the captain, everything fell silent on the ship. With no engine running, the constant hum was gone. But at the same time, the cloud of fog had a way of muffling all other sounds, sort of like that silence that happens during a gentle winter storm. It was so quiet that it almost felt claustrophobic, as if they were all wrapped in a pale blanket and were slowly being smothered. And then, half an hour after it arrived, the fog moved on. The sailors watched it roll over them until it was finally off their ship completely. Then, just as it had begun, the glowing cloud of fog just sort of drifted away, growing smaller as it distanced itself from the Mohican. And then it was gone. No one was sure what had happened back then, and to be honest, no one is sure today. Perhaps it was nothing more than an odd atmospheric anomaly. Or maybe it was something born of the sea, 
like the pent-up static charge you get when you rub a balloon on your head. Something created that cloud of glowing fog. That much is clear. But exactly how will forever remain a mystery? The truth, it seems, is more than a little foggy. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This episode is sponsored by Intuit. Here's a story for you. Once upon a time, a young woman was haunted by the ghosts of bad financial decisions, with credit card debt and an empty savings account looming over her every day. But when she tried to ignore these ghosts, they only grew bigger and scarier. And these ghosts of her bad financial decisions were stopping her from living her best life. So she decided to face them head on and take control of her finances with help from Intuit. Intuit helps you face your financial fears with confidence through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T dot com to start living yours. Let's get into it. John Sullivan was known as the Boston Strong Boy. Born in 1858 to Irish immigrants, John grew up in the south end of Boston. His parents wanted him to become a priest, but during his first year of college, he discovered two things. He loved to play baseball, and he was really good at it. Sullivan dropped out of college around 1875 and entered the world of professional baseball, a journey that lasted about eight years. According to him, that was about the time he switched over to a new sport, boxing. He started out as part of a boxing tour. He and five other men traveled the country by train, stopping almost every day in a new place to fight each other and sometimes even a local volunteer. The tour lasted 238 days, during which time they participated in 195 matches in 136 different places. Sullivan knocked out 11 opponents during the tour. Now, keep in mind, this was the late 1880s. Sullivan sometimes fought bare-knuckled, meaning his opponents weren't always given the benefit of a padded glove to the face. Then again, neither was Sullivan. That's okay, though. He loved the sport and was considered the best in the world during his time. And over the course of his decade-long career, 
he was only ever knocked out once, which is how he lost his final match in 1892, in fact. Which is sort of true, but not really. Yes, Sullivan was only officially knocked out once, but someone else had laid the Boston Strongboy out cold shortly before he retired. That fighter was named Donahue. Donahue helped run a boxing school out of the city of Worcester, Massachusetts. But in 1892, Sullivan had been participating in a small theater tour where he boxed with others on stage in front of large crowds, and a friend introduced him to Donahue. The thing is, Donahue wasn't actually a boxer, but working in a boxing school was a great way to pick up all the tricks of the trade, sort of like how kids learn things from their parents just by watching and practicing what they see. Donahue, it turned out, was a quick study. One night during this touring boxing exhibition, Sullivan called out from the stage that he would beat any man who came on stage. If he failed, he would pay them a reward, but of course, Sullivan never failed. He was the Boston strong boy, after all. Most of the time, Sullivan would hit them once, and they would fall over and not get back up. But Donahue changed all of that. They actually managed to last two full rounds before things got interesting in the third when Sullivan caught Donahue with a powerful blow to the face. But Donahue, unlike all the other contestants that night, refused to go down. Instead, all of that pain and rage became a sort of rocket fuel, ready to explode. With a savage scream, Donahue lashed out and connected with the champion's jaw. For a brief instant, it looked as if nothing would happen. Then, like a tall pine hit with a lumberjack's axe, the Boston Strongboy silently toppled over, hitting the canvas with a sick thud. He was out cold. Boxers get knocked out. We all know that. And while it's unusual for Sullivan to have gone a decade without that happening to him during an official match, we might be able to accept that there were other moments when it could have taken place. This theater match in 1892 was just that rare moment. Few would ever be able to claim that they had seen the champion felled by another fighter. The folks in this audience became members of an elite crowd that night. Because of the knockout, sure, but also because of something else. Like I mentioned before, Donahue wasn't a boxer. Amateurs aren't supposed to be able to level a professional like that. Could it have been a lucky punch? Sure, but that still wouldn't change the most surprising detail of all. John L. Sullivan, the Boston strong boy, had been knocked out by a woman, Mrs. Hesse Donahue. I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or learn more about the show by visiting curiositiespodcast.com. This show was created by me, Aaron Mankey, in partnership with How Stuff Works. I make another award-winning show called Lore, which is a podcast, book series, and television show. And you can learn all about it over at theworldoflore.com. And until next time, stay curious. Stay curious.